Noble Dairy Queen's new summer blizzard menu is back and it is stacked. Dive right into the summer celebration with their new peanut butter cookie dough party blizzard. You can sink your red spoon into their world famous DQ soft serve filled with delicious chunks of chocolate chip cookie dough, swirls of creamy peanut butter topping and peanut brittle crunch with sprinkles. If the peanut buttery flavor isn't your jam, their fresh take on cobbler a la mode certainly will. Say hello to the Picnic Peach Cobbler Blizzard. You can also let your taste buds crumble with the ultimate cookie blizzard that features Oreo, Chips Ahoy, and Nutter Butter pieces. Dairy Queen knows everyone loves a good comeback, and fan-favorite blizzard flavors Frosted Animal Cookie, Brownie Batter, and Cotton Candy have made their triumphant return. Summer Blizzard flavors are now available at your Noble Dairy Queen stores with locations in Kankakee, Bourbonnet, Moments, and Mantino. Happy tastes good. Hello and welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Jake Lamore, and this is our monthly episode where we team up with the Kankakee County Museum to do something historical about the county's past. And we are joined once again by Jack Clacy and Jory Walters. Hello. Hello to you both. Good afternoon. It's, afternoon. it's been a while since all of us have been in the same room. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited about that because the, having the two of you together, it's like there's nothing that we can't do in history <laughs> of <laughs> of the Kankakee area. So thank you both so much for coming back to do this. Oh, we it's, love it's our, doing this. Our pleasure to be here. So before we get deep into that, I just want to uh, highlight a couple of events that are coming up. Um, this episode isn't dropping until I believe the first part of August, so Unfortunately, the local authors signing meet and greet will probably already have taken place. Um, But I know, Jack, you are going to be a part of that on July 22nd. But also on August 19th, that's an event people can have the opportunity to see you as well, right? Um, The the book club. Are you going to be there for that? I don't plan to be, but I might. I know they're doing the discussion of uh, my book called... uh, the, the Ferris book. The Ferris book, right. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. I'm, that must have been why I thought you would be there. So it's just mm-hmm. on your, uh, your right. book about book George Ferris. discussion of, uh, of the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we've, there is a, um, the, there's a specific episode of Kankakee Podcast just with Jack Clacy about – we talk about that book a little bit, the That's George right. Ferris mm-hmm. right. book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can buy that at the museum. But anyway, that adult book club – is coming up August 19th at the Kankakee County Museum. And then August 27th is the uh, the uh, biannual uh, Voices of the Past Cemetery Walk. Mm-hmm. Correct. And that's always at Mound Grove. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that is always an exciting event, too, mm-hmm. to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to get more information, go to kankakeecountymuseum.com. Um, obviously Facebook and Instagram, Kankakee County Museum, you can always, um, call the museum or shoot them a email as well. But is there anything that you guys want to add to those events or any other events that you know of that are going on at the museum? 
And just to remind you that there's two campuses, the French Heritage Museum and then the Kankakee County Museum as mm-hmm. well. So today we are talking about Bird Park right mm-hmm. in the heart of Kankakee. Mm-hmm. So how do we start with Bird Park? <laughs> well, one thing I might say about Bird Park is do you call it Bird Park or Bird's Park? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you find a lot of people in town who will call it Bird's Park as if it, you know, a park belonging to the birds. <laughs> well, it yeah. may as well belong to the, what, the geese hang out there a lot, the, right? The geese and ducks and the, things. Yeah, yes. yeah. But actually the name of the park is Worth W. Bird Park. And uh, Worth Bird, who was the man who did the quarry that became Bird Park. But uh, I'm jumping ahead. I just wanted to touch on the bird versus bird. Yeah. You hear birds quite a bit. Well, and you always – you just assume it's called Bird Park because there's always birds hanging out there. So people thought, well, let's just call it Bird Park. But it's actually legitimately the the name of the guy that it's named after. His name was Bird. So I I think when I was growing up, we always went there, my dad and my siblings – and we always called it Bird's Park. Okay. Yeah, so I was going to say, yeah. I, I've always called it Bird. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone else call it Bird's, but it's probably a, a generational thing. I, mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know. But, um, but so, I, I will say when, um, we have photographs at the museum when it was a quarry. And, mm-hmm. of course, um, pictures when it was a swimming beach. We'll talk about that, too. But its life began as a quarry. And back in the day... Stone quarries were all the rage. A lot of businesses in the area, in town, and in, in the um, surrounding towns of quarries. So it started life as a quarry. Limestone in particular, mm-hmm. correct? Right. Mm-hmm. And we have photographs of the whole area. And there's a kind of a stone, I think it was a kiln. On lime station, kiln. Lime kiln on Station yeah. Street that you can kind of <laughs> see a little bit of yeah. what in the world is that. Well, that's where that was part of the. Mm-hmm. Um, the lime kiln the, actually was uh, where they uh, heated limestone uh, to a high temperature and broke it down into lime, which was used as an ingredient for cement and, and uh, for construction work. So a kiln is essentially like a almost like a stove. It's kind an of oven. Like an yeah, oven. It's a big oven yeah. sort okay. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do we know about Bird then? Okay. Well. Ahead, we know that he his family is one of the first people in Kankakee before Kankakee. Yeah, and I think they was. came here in 1851. Mm-hmm. Oh, so right before it was incorporated. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And he um, was fam- was one of several children, and he just became a businessman and um, decided to want to develop a quarry. And eventually he ran it for a long time, and then eventually he sold it and then retired. Uh, and then the quarry went on for a little while longer, and then um, – Actually, the Bird family settled in 1851 and bought the property uh, where the quarry is now on the west side of the, the river – uh, they bought it from a man named Uncle Jimmy Lamb, mm-hmm. who uh, and Uncle Jimmy had, was kind of unique. He owned the property. He, this was before there were any bridges across the river, mm-hmm. so Uncle Jimmy was a ferryman. Mm-hmm. He had a ferry boat, had a, a wooden scow of some sort, and it's they had he had stretched a, a long 
heavy rope across the the Kanki River, and the boatman would you would pull with a hook type of thing along the uh, <clears throat> along the rope to move the ferry from one side to the other. You see those in movies. I feel yes. like you see the uh, movies from the 1800s where right. they depict that, where it's like kind of like a barge, and right. they move the barge by the guy right. pulling the rope. That's right. <laughs> That's great. But uh, yes, no, Wurzburg uh, farmed for a time, but then in uh, about 1872, he went into the quarrying business and started dig- digging a big hole in the ground south of or north of Station Street. <laughs> and I assume, and you guys can tell me different, that the limestone quarry business was really good at that time, uh, beca- or about to be good, actually. He probably bought it right before all that building started happening in Kankakee, right? It was like, oh, they just, they're a- about to incorporate this town, this county. I better get in there, buy a quarry, and that way they have to buy their building material from me, right? Is Was that the idea? Yeah, although he was the, he was, opened his quarry in the 1870s, and by then it, the town had been around for about 20 years. Oh, but so it was still late. an awful lot of building going on, mm-hmm. and there was also, uh, you know, the lime business. Uh, the earliest quarry, I think, is probably what is now Alpiner Park. And uh, I don't know what the name of it was, but stone for, cut at that quarry was used to build a number of the downtown buildings, First mm-hmm. Baptist Church, for example, and uh, quite a few of the older buildings downtown where you see the, the marvelous limestone structures. Mm-hmm. How long did they operate the quarry there? Uh, let's see. About at least 20 years? Uh, yeah, quite a few. Yeah, because they were, um, let's see. Celebrate Mother's Day with D. Westfall Jewelers on Broadway and Bradley. You can shop 20% off store-wide from now until Mother's Day. If you spend $199 or more now through May 8th, you can receive a $25 gift card from Texas Roadhouse. And then from May 9th through the 12th, if you spend $199 or more, receive a bouquet of flowers from Bada Bloom in Bourbon A. Mom deserves to shine this Mother's Day with new jewelry from D. Westfall Jewelers on Broadway and Bradley. Like and follow D. Westfall Jewelers on Facebook and Instagram for more info. Um, 1928 is not 1926 is when it was over to the, um, um, yeah. park district. Uh-huh. And but it's a 1925. That, yeah. Mm-hmm, 25. So he retired before that. And, um, and but it, I had kept going with, yeah, I think he name. leased the, the quarry to, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't got the name at hand here right now, oh. but. He leased a quarry for a number of years to mm-hmm. someone, and after they decided that uh, to let them give up the lease, and he donated the the property to the newly formed Kankakee Park Board. Did the quarry run out of limestone at any point, or it was just like, eh, we're not doing this anymore? Was there no demand for I think it? The building materials mm-hmm. kind of revolution, kind of traded up to different materials needed for building um cement came in you know a later time it's kind of like that the horse and buggy to the trolley 
to the vehicle. Yeah. Kind of phased out the older. And, so the, yeah, there, so there was some demand. There, there demand. wasn't a big demand for limestone right. anymore. Okay. Yeah, buildings were made of a little bit different materials, mm -hmm. easier to work with, and probably less expensive. Less yeah. And to another question, and I'm not sure that I've never seen an actual determination of this, but it may have been caused by striking a spring and the flooding of the uh, of the quarry, because uh, generally speaking, if there was water, you know, if they did strike water, they would pump it out and so forth. But sometimes it just reached the point where they say, okay, just go ahead and let it flood. They didn't want to pump it out anymore, probably. Yeah, right. Okay. So that may well be because it was certainly was flooded by the time that Worth Bird yeah. deeded it over to the city. And wouldn't the they, he would probably be pumping that water right into the river, right? right. Mm -hmm. And maybe right. that was not, not a, something they were mm -hmm. like, yeah, we're not yeah, going to yeah. let you do that, yeah. maybe, kind of thing. So Bird passes it off um, and donates all that property to what would eventually become the park, the Kankakee Valley Park District. Right. And that was 30 in, acres. Uh -huh. And it was in the 1920s? 1920, and before that, though, were people using it as a swimming hole, or did that not come until the passing over? About 1928 to about yeah. 31. And we have great pictures of that. Yes, too. I've yeah. seen so yeah. many great pictures ball. of swimming people area. swimming. And then the health department said, well, 1931, the said, not real good to <laughs> swimming in. And so they cut that. Now, why was that, though? Supposedly, the, wa the water was unhealthy, mm -hmm. didn't meet standards. So we didn't have another outdoor swimming place until 1950 when mm -hmm. the uh, Legion Park swimming pool opened. That's a long time. <laughs> oh, I found the name. Uh, when Bird, um, in... 1893, after nearly two decades as a quarryman, Bird decided to retire. He leased the business to Brayton and Carey and Carey Quarry uh, Company, uh -huh. which operated until sometime in the early 1900s. Okay, it's kind of interesting too. When the park district had big plans for mm -hmm. not only uh, Bird Park but also Alpiner, they managed to get in 19 early 1929. They passed a $100,000 bond issue to redevelop, to develop those two properties. And they had some pretty grandiose plans, mm -hmm. too. The the big quarry, actually there were two quarries there. There was a, the big quarry that we're familiar with, and just north of there would be north of Court Street, where the band show is, was a, a smaller quarry that's now been filled in. But the original plan on that was to turn the big quarry into a scenic lake with mm -hmm. stone observation towers and a uh, uh, kind of a uh, patio area and various other things. And then the other one, the small quarry, was going to be turned into a swimming beach. Mm -hmm. uh, so the small quarry would have been the Bird Park quarry or the no, the, small, the small quarry would have been where the Don Paulser band shell is. is. That's the smaller the, one. The, the, okay. the evening concerts. Okay. Uh, the park district later acquired additional property too. I think the area where the baseball field is. Yes. And then just north of there, there was a, a, a meat packing plant that had been out of business for years and they acquired that as well. Uh, I don't know what the plans were for Alpena, just that they were going to be developed 
Unfortunately, none of this happened because of something called the Great Depression that happened mm. in 1929. Mm. I thought that's what you were going to say. Yes. <laughs> so, and then, but after that, they must not have revisited the plan, obviously, because mm. it wasn't developed that way. No, that's right. You know? So. So now, though, there's a still a pretty good amount of development there. I mean, you have, of course, the... Oh, yeah. Uh, you don't have any swimming, but you have fishing in the, yes. the quarry, and there's uh, a number of activities in that same park. There's a, a uh, playground for children and... Uh, well, in the band shell, as you said. Band shell there's on the boat, other side. There's and, a boat launch. Uh, right, boat launch, mm -hmm. and... Uh, Used to be a, a little zoo up mm -hmm. there at one time. Back in, even in the sixties, it was mm -hmm. kind of a sad little place, to be honest. <laughs> you know, it's so funny you say that because a lot of the people that I've come across that talk about the zoo, mm -hmm. they make it sound like it was so cool and grand. But then when I hear from you know yourself, Jack, that it was actually just kind of like this little small kind of like sad looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they didn't have an awful lot of, of animals. They had just little cages. Yeah. And it was what? It was like uh, birds, different type of birds, right? Or what What did they? What kind of animals did they have at the little zoo at Bird Park? I vaguely remember I was really little. I, on the tip of my memory, remember it, but not enough to know. that. I did get a research request on it. Okay. Um, we had a, a tiny bit in one of the old um, publications but not enough to um, give a full detail. But um, that I do kind of remember mm -hmm. in memory. But There's no documentation of what kind of animals were really. in that little uh, zoo? There's some birds. And I think maybe, you know, small animals like foxes or... So pretty much animals that were local to the area. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. pretty much indigenous. They certainly didn't have any lions or tigers or bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, I would imagine not, or alligators or something like that. Yeah. And they you used know. to have paddle boats. Oh, yeah. So I remember when, when we were young, we used to sit so today. In the quarry? Can we go, mm -hmm. In the quarry, can we go um, paddle boat? And so we would get in the middle, and then the three of us kids would kind of stop paddling yeah and then dad would have to he'd have to pick back. up the the pick up the pace see that would no, be that fun was his story yeah, right, oh right. really dad did that really happen yeah. i guess yeah. i just can't help but wonder going back to the you know the late 1920s uh you know people are swimming in the the quarry and the bird park quarry there but then they're like well it's unhealthy i guess i'm just wondering what the chemical was or the substance was in the water that was deemed unhealthy was it yeah. like a sulfur thing well, that or it might, i think it might have been something like a you know a pathogen of some sort okay uh, something that would cause illness yeah because um there were outbreaks of infantile paralysis and they were concerned that maybe the, oh, polio. the water okay um people or kids in there were they would develop polio possibly kind of outbreak that they think that um they just advise the state board health advise the park district that's probably not a good idea for kids to be swimming in this so yeah. today they have at the south end all of the equipment uh, to play on right um, oh, yeah. that's relatively new because when i was growing up they had um fire pits that you can have barbecue mm -hmm. at least one that i remember at the north end 
and then they had steel um old-fashioned swings and old steel slide and all that mm-hmm. so when we would go there we would start at that end and then we would play our way down to the other end and then um there was a fire engine an old really wow. old fire engine that you can climb on at the the north end oh cool and then from there we kind of went down yeah to the some water mm-hmm. and and they have a, a bathhouse there um which is now uh that little office yeah building, that uh, they use for different on the drive now. But i think that was the, the bathhouse oh okay mm-hmm. for um yeah. the swimming Okay. Yeah, of course, I was there's also a building up on the Court Street end of things, up on the top area that is the headquarters mm-hmm. for the Kanky Valley Park District. It also has meeting rooms and uh, various other amenities. Yes. And I was wondering, was that, did the Park District build those or were any of those like original from like the quarry days? Uh, Do you know? Park District building, I'm quite sure they built it. I'm not okay. sure about the little building that might have been the bathhouse because that's quite an old building. It's small. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I it possibly could have been, um, although I didn't find any in research, headquarters for the um, office for the quarry. Well, it could uh, well office. be, yeah, the office building. What else is within the history of, of Bird well, Park good. that's fascinating? I don't know too much additional, do you, Jerry? Um, other than in photographs, when it became a park, was if you didn't, if you looked at a, a photograph, say on the end where the Station Street entrance, and you saw a photograph of the entrance and you didn't know it was Bird Park, you would never guess that it was Bird Park mm-hmm. because the scenery, the trees, and everything was so very Thick. different and much thicker. Okay. Same way with Mount Grove Cemetery. If you didn't know that was the entrance, well, you wouldn't there. know. It's hard to tell uh, on an kind of area. Yeah, yeah, you kind of miss it. Or old yeah. photographs. It's mm-hmm. really interesting to see what property used to look mm-hmm. like. And this one definitely yeah. was one that had a, a major shift mm-hmm. in, in what it looks like today. Yeah. Uh, one so. Im- important change, of course, is that the when they built the Scatter, excuse me, the Court Street Bridge and widened Court Street. Uh, they cut the park in half. Yes, <laughs> they're right. It splits. It splits the the park in half. Yeah. Right. And there is an underpass. Of course, if you're driving through there and want to go over to the boat launch and so forth, there is an underpass. But it's really quite amazing if you look at the aerial pictures that how what a difference it made from the older pictures to the newer ones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, right. The thing about um, Bird Park that I read through and the material is um, before um, our our arts building, uh, where our headquarters is for a museum, um, the park district offered the house on oh, yeah. Bird Park for the location because we we were we had really no location. We had artifacts at the courthouse, but we didn't right. have a mm-hmm. building, so they offered it. Um, but there wasn't really a clear reason as to why they declined, but the um, park just or the probably um, no room for growth is my probably. guess. Yeah, because yeah. obviously, you know, the small memorial park he got space to right. to add on, which we know how many times has the museum been added on <laughs> since 1948? What five? Oh, five. 
I think so. Five. Yeah. yeah. So you know, that's quite a few. But yeah, if if you would have ended up at the the buildings at Bird Park, there's not really where do you go? Yeah, they made a little <laughs> addition several years ago, but still, yeah. Yeah, that would not have been sufficient. <laughs> yeah, that I, that's my guess is why they turned it down. But I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that was almost the home of. Of the, yeah, of the, the, uh, the more I, I read through um, specific documents of what we have in our files on whatever topics, I'm always learning new things. So yeah. it's, it's wonderful um, to know a lot, but it's also rewarding to learn, mm -hmm. continue to learn different, yes. different facts and figures and yes. things like that. Um, but I just I have a lot of wonderful memories of, of Bird Park. Yeah. Um, oh, me too. Anybody who would like more information to look through things, you're welcome to um, give me a call or email me um, or to the museum uh, general. And you can come in and look through materials or if there's a specific fact I can look up for you, um, anything interested. Um, and then a photograph, of course, if you want to look at old um, yes. Jory is a tremendous researcher, and anybody who both? needs information, she gets it. <laughs> yeah, both of you are. Happy both of you are it. very Absolutely good. Absolutely happy um, to look through materials for people. People sometimes can't come in or call from distances. Yes, um, and then I search through materials and things. I yes. could get a small plug in for my column in the journal every week. Also, yes, yeah, uh, Jack my is looking still doing back. That. Column runs every Saturday, and uh, each uh, week try to come up with a. Uh, a good historical topic of something that maybe nobody knew about before, or at least uh, a lot of people might not have known about it. It's amazing how every week you just surprise us with something new. You know, we've had this conversation before. It's like you think you're eventually going to run out, but you never do. Well, There's yeah. always something new. We surprise new. ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So, fine. yeah, you know. Jack Clacy's column in the Daily Journal is definitely worth checking out. Yeah. So, again, the Kankakee County Museum I encourage anyone to uh, go visit either campus, um, whether it's the South 8th Avenue location or the French Heritage Museum on uh, Indiana Avenue. Uh, French Heritage Museum is only open on Saturdays, and that's seasonal. I don't think that's a year-round thing yet. Um, and then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday uh, is when the Kankakee County Museum is open. Open from nine about to 9 to 5 each nine day. 9 to 5, yeah. So, and again, kankakeecountymuseum.com. And uh, also Instagram and Facebook at Kankakee County Museum. And uh, thank you both to Jory and uh, Jack for being here once again. Thank you. And thank you for having us. This river can